Escaping an abusive relationship can be one of the most difficult and dangerous decisions someone can make. It becomes more complicated when fleeing with children. In this country, if that happens, a formal agreement regarding custody must be put in place. And in some cases, ex-partners wield considerable power by weaponising child support payments. RM Breakfast, Sarah Dingle reports. Over the years, Jessica's relationship turned from loving to controlling, especially when it came to money. I wasn't allowed to do the food shopping. So he didn't want me putting things in the trolley that weren't necessary. Um, He would do the food shopping and he would never buy enough food. So I would have to supplement that during the week. And when I would come back with the food shopping, if he was present, he would count how many ushies I'd collected from Woolies to work out how much I'd spent. And he'd go through the bins to look for receipts of, of anything that I'd spent. Jessica isn't her real name, and that's not her real voice. We've changed both for her safety and to protect her kids. The financial control got worse when she announced that she wanted a separation. He ended up doing things like emptying our joint bank account and taking all of the money, including my salary, and um, leaving me with the kids' bills on my credit card, but no money to pay them. That became a tool that he used to try and get me to stay. Eventually, Jessica's parents lent her the money to rent a home for herself and the kids. Then, Jessica and her ex-husband drew up a child support agreement, which is overseen by Services Australia. Child support payments are calculated by taking into account the amount of care each parent provides and their income. But recently, Services Australia advised Jessica of two startling changes. In January this year, I received an assessment from the child support agency that said since 2020, he had been paying me child support based on amounts that he had estimated himself because he had not submitted tax returns since 2019. Jessica says after her ex finally did his tax, it revealed that his true taxable income was almost half a million dollars. Services Australia said, therefore, he owed Jessica extra child support and they would attempt to collect it. But three days later, there was another update. Her ex had gone into the system and done another self-assessment of his taxable income. I received another one saying he'd stated his income for the first half of this financial year was going to be zero. Jessica says her ex had recently accepted a redundancy from his high-paying job of many years allowing him to self-assess his income as nil, although she says this doesn't include his substantial leave and redundancy package. Because his taxable income is now down as zero, Jessica, who works as a teacher, has to pay him child support. The crazy thing about it is he was just able to log into the system and they were accepting of a completely different number um, than what he had earned the previous two years pointed that out to the child support agency that they were basically enabling financial abuse by having a system that allows anyone to put a figure in and then saying that you're allowed to object but it will take them 80 days to look into the objection and that you might not even be successful. The the saddest thing is it's not for me, it's supposed to be support for the children. Jessica is not alone. We know that there is a debt of $1.54 billion that men owe in child support. It's huge. Julie Kuhn is a family violence and financial wellbeing consultant. She says the true amount of what's owed could be much higher. 54% of child support is managed privately, which means that the Department of Social Services is not collecting it, so we don't have data. So that is a very conservative estimate of how much is owed. It's a staggering amount. 
especially if you consider that 39% of single mothers are living in poverty. Julie Kuhn says, as with other forms of family violence, rorting child support is mostly carried out by men. And she says Services Australia's system of income self-assessment is enabling the abuse. They also need to know this is a priority, that this is causing harm and they should not be allowing their processes to be leveraged by perpetrators to cause harm. So they can go and do an investigation to see how much that person is actually earning. They don't have to leave it to be an honour system. Do they often go and do an investigation? No. Jade Blakali is the CEO of WIRE, a Victorian organisation which provides free support and information to women, non-binary and gender diverse people affected by family violence and financial abuse. When it comes to child support avoidance, she's seen the lot. Reducing income, delaying payments, not making payments, refusing to enter into agreements. There's a whole range of ways in which people will weaponise child support to continue abuse, really. Jade Blakali says Services Australia needs to be more proactive in policing the child support arrangements which they do administer. And I think asking some more questions, I think, around things that, that may not look straightforward because I think a lot of the time they go, oh, well, that's a funny arrangement, OK, and they let it go. In a statement, Services Australia said if a parent is concerned that the other parent has provided misleading information, they can request an estimate and will investigate. There are very serious consequences for those who knowingly mislead on their child support. The tax office told RN Breakfast it uses data from third parties to cross-check what has been included in an individual's tax return once it has been lodged. Jessica says she's more fortunate than most. She still has her job, but having to pay her ex child support until his finances are properly accounted for will have a significant impact. I won't be able to pay for the swimming and violin and, you know, dance classes that I pay for for the kids because I'm having to pay him. And I know for sure that the money I pay him won't go back to them. And things like, I'm just applying for a mortgage and moving house. He knows that. And now I can't get the mortgage that I need to buy the home because I don't have the child support income. So there's a a huge knock-on effect of these rash, unpoliced decisions that are made that have far-reaching impacts for families. That was Single Mother, who we've called Jessica, ending Sarah Dingle's report. And you can read the full responses from the Australian Taxation Office, Services Australia and the Department of Social Services on our website. You are listening to ABC RN Breakfast. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.